Praise the Lord. Hello. All right, can you hear me? Praise the Lord, yes. All right. Okay, awesome. Just wait me one second. Amen. Can you hear me, Lord? Yes, I hear you fine. Okay. All right, I'm going to switch you over to the host mode. Just give me a second. There you go. All right. Okay. Oh, I can hear you. Uh, well, I can we, yeah, you. I got so, so I can hear you clearly. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Greetings in the name of Jesus. We'd like to thank you, everyone, coming in on ELI Prophetic Amen. Uh, those Apostolic Fire Healing Deliverance Center. Amen. On tonight. Amen. We give God glory the praise on tonight. And for those who are um, calling in um, on the night that follows, on Tuesday night, it is in, in God's Word, amen, it's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that is uh, Prophet Holman on that night, all right? So tune in Thursday night, amen, Thursday night. Don't forget, amen, a dance of prayer on Thursday night is Prophetess, amen, Lane, amen, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and... Sunday night explosion. That's everybody at large. Amen. So we give God glory on tonight. Amen. For what he is getting ready to do. For additional information um, in reference to to us. Amen. Feel free for them, y'all, to give us a call at any given time. Send your prayer requests. Amen. Send uh, any type of uh, events that are happening. Um, news events. Any type of event that is taking place, amen, we want everybody to switch it up so we can see the announcement and turn the air, make the announcement. And you can give us a call, 6422-0344. That's our eight on tonight. So we thank God for the ones who are calling on tonight. Call tonight, amen. Just be able to cut them off. We can still five more seconds. Amen. Yeah. Right. And which is on tonight. She's a co-host. And so we can thank God for what what God is doing uh, in this season. Amen. Amen. That's right. Well, I'm not calling it as I call it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I see. I see somebody else on the line too. Apostle uh, Jay Williams. I see him on the line too. Amen. God bless you. And uh, on tonight, and everybody calling in. Um, Beyond Dion says she will be calling in. As soon as she get in, as soon as she get in, she says she'll be on the call. Amen. On tonight, so we just give God the glory. Amen. So we're gonna have Prophet this way. Amen. Take the phone on tonight. Amen. Uh, amen, amen. Leave her tonight. Amen. Uh, so Father, we know this is the uh, PLR. Thank you. Bye, Thank you. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you, God, that, that we can commune with you tonight. We thank you, God, for taking to the throne of grace, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that we clear the atmosphere, God, for the word of God. We thank you now. I come against every spirit, not like God in the atmosphere. We come against every thought, every vain imagination, 
in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, God, for what you're going to do in our spirit, man. God, just sit on us tonight, God, that we'll feel your fire. Sit on our on us tonight that we will know that we have been with God. We thank you now in advance, God, for everybody that's on the line or that somebody that's coming onto the line in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, God, for the moving of the power of the Holy Ghost in this place, God, that we will know at the end of this show that, that is we have been with God. Our God, in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. From heaven above, we with some power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with, with some power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God. Is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. From heaven above with wisdom, power, and love, our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Some power and love, our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We need it now for us, your spirit. We need it now for us, your spirit. Out 
outpour of your spirit. We need an outpour of your spirit. We need an outpour of your spirit, Lord, and turn it down and turn it Hallelujah. We need an outpour of your blessing. We need an outpour of your blessing, Lord, and send it down.
your shelter and wall. And you shall not be afraid of the terrors by night, nor by the arrows that flies by the day, nor of the pestilence in the, that pursues in the darkness, nor of the destruction that strikes at noonday. And a thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the rewards of the wicked. Number nine, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, every, even the high, highness of your dwelling. That's, that's in the conclusion. That's 1 through 10, Psalms 91. Hello? Hello? Hold on. Psalms 46, uh, and I want you to read verse 1 through 3 for me. Okay, Psalms 46. Okay, Psalms 46. All right. Okay. Psalms 46. And, okay, 46 is somewhere. Psalms 46. From verse one, verse one to what? Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's Psalms. Um, Psalm forty-six. Uh-huh. Yes. Verse one to three. Oh, one to three. Okay. Yeah, one to um, three. Forty-six. Yes, okay. Yes. God is uh-huh. our refuge and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and well-proven help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, nor the earth being removed, and the, the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. That's one and two. Mm-hmm. Verse three. All right. Though it is the water roaring, and forming mm-hmm. through the mountain, shake with its swelling, Selah. That's it. That's Psalms 46, 1, 2, 3. Okay, Isaiah chapter 26, and I want you to read verses 3 and 4. Okay, okay, Isaiah what? Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Isaiah what? Isaiah chapter 20, 26. 26, okay. Uh-huh, and um, verses 3 through 4. Not a good reader, but I'm doing good. 
writing. All right. That's Isaiah. Okay. 26. And repeat that again from where to where. Hello. Hello. All right. It's chapter 26. Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 and 4. Okay. 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 You got it. Isaiah 26. In that day, um, this song shall be sung in the land of Judah, that we have a strong city, and he appoints walls and bulkwords for security to open the gates that the righteousness nation may enter in one who remains faithful. Okay. That's two. And three. It says, And you shall keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Verse four. Trust in the Lord forever. For in God, the Lord, we have an everlasting rock. Okay. Verse 5. For he brings down those who dwells on high, that the lofty city, his ways is low, and, his, and he lays it low, even to the ground. And he brings it even to the dust. And the foot shall tread it down, even the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. And the way of the righteousness is smooth on upright one. Make a path of the righteousness level and in the way to your judgment O Lord we have waited for you eagerly and desire for our souls is your name even your memory and with my soul I have desired you in the night and my spirit ringing within me seeks you diligently. For when you judge, they are judged in the earth. And the inhabitation of the world learns its righteousness. Though favor is shown to the wicked, yes, he will not learn righteousness in the land of of the unrighteous, for he deals unjustly. Um, and it Amen. does not see mm-hmm. the righteousness of God. My God. My God. My God. Amen. 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 We thank you, Father, for the reading of the word. Amen. And Father, Amen. let the Holy Ghost be the teacher for the night. 
and let him be the teacher and let me just sit back and ride and just embrace what uh god is getting ready to deliver out of out of my mouth amen god just humble me enough just to use me as a mouthpiece just a mouthpiece that is just willing to be used by god on tonight we thank you oh god as we begin oh god to go into the word tonight amen and tonight my, my main my main uh main topic on tonight the main topic amen last night last time we talked about um on tuesday night and talked about and then stand firm in your faith amen but tonight amen my question is tonight do you know who where your strength comes from who is your strength amen and we know that the bible says he said i i, I look towards the hills from which cometh my help and my help cometh from the lord so who really is our strength amen and as we begin to look at isaiah those three third and fourth verse in verse in chapter 26 when you talk about he says the lord shall the jehovah amen our jehovah he said jehovah not shalom means peace amen so that means he will keep us in peace amen so we already know that our strength long as it, long as god give us that peace that's where our strength comes from we cannot have we cannot stand in the midst of, of, of not having peace because when there is no peace and you notice you use a lot more energy into being angry than uh i don't because i can vouch for that today amen because I, I repent amen you can use more energy being angry than using less energy when you are you at peace and when you're at peace you, you you know you have that time you can that's the time frame that you are building your strength back up amen and you notice like when the uh the army the army in the barracks and you notice when they're resting you notice that there, there's two uh two there were two say four people that are in the army barracks two of them are up with their guns and the other ones are resting and while the other ones are down right the other ones are up with the guns so it gives you it gives them enough time to rest their body right so in other words that long as they had that peace long they was able to rest they got their strength amen and it says the third verse it says thou shalt keep us in what in perfect peace he will keep us in perfect peace amen and not just the perfect peace but our mind long as our mind is dependent on him he can keep us in perfect peace because we can't we 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 don't have a we don't have a clue what peace is we don't really know we really don't know the lord we will never know what peace is truly is we never i mean you can have peace for a little minute psychologically emotionally but if you don't have uh the forgiving heart and learning how to forgive people you will never be at peace amen so the other words you will never be able to gain your strength so who is your strength and where is it coming from amen and he said first this is first he said trust in the lord forever right for in yah is the lord the everlasting rock all right so he is our rock right he said jesus is our rock he's our he's what our salvation and the bible says uh he is our salvation whom shall i fear right so he says because of that he is our everlasting strength that means that it that is infinitely which infinitely means it is forever it goes on and on and on and he says, he uh, that bringeth down the dwell on high in the lofty city, he let lay it low, he lay it low, even to the ground, but he bring it to the dust. So in other words, uh, and that's, I think that was uh, Isaiah, 
I believe that's the fifth verse, right? The fifth verse. He that humbled those who lived in lofty places. So those who 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 do not live in exquisite places, people who don't live in exquisite places, but they learn to appreciate what they have. So it allows them to have peace with themselves, right? It allows them. Um, he brings it down. He brings it down to the ground, which means those who are very high up in the air, those who have, they're so arrogant up in the air, God can bring them down. You know, Isaiah said he, they can, he can bring them down. And, and, and this song was mainly about Judah because we already knew the tribe of Judah, uh, Judah was, was, was the southern kingdom, right? And the Israelites were the northern kingdom, all right? So you've got the northern kingdom versus the southern kingdom, right? So here it is. They're talking about uh, Judah, amen. He said, on the day, I think I will, well, uh, on this day, I think the first verse, right, will be sung in the land of Judah, right? Now, they said Judah was a tribe, but Judah was very, a very strong individual, right? They were strong individuals. They, 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 they were called, they was part of the uh, half a tribe of Manasseh, and I think the tribe of Judah was one of those two fighting men tribes, all right? And those particular tribes, they always fought. They always fought in the midst of that, amen. So when they always fought in the midst of it, he said, even though they're, they're so high up in the air, high up and, and so high up in rank, he said, you know, the word said, I will take them down. I will take them down. So it's like the bigger you are, the higher you are, guess what? The harder you fall. And he said, the bigger you are, the harder you fall. The higher you up, the lower you can drop, the lower you can drop. So that means it tells you at one point, Sometimes we're gonna have our up days, we're gonna have our down days, but it's gonna it that's and the question once again is where is your strength? Who is your strength? You know, a lot of people really don't know where their strength is coming from. Amen. And it's where the strength comes from. The strength comes, he is our everlasting, everlasting rock. So without that rock, without that salvation, without that, we won't be able to stand. We won't be able to do anything. Um, Isaiah 26 and 6 says, um, I believe it said that it was the um, six, the foot shall tread down, even the foot on the poor and the steps of the needy. I believe that's in the King James Version. But in the Apostasegic, it says, feet trample it, the feet of the humble and the steps of the poor. Okay? He throws it to the dust. Feet trampled it. And the feet of the humble steps of the poor. Okay? So in other words, he's saying he's saying the wicked, the wicked only the, the wicked would not be able to last too long. Okay? And, and, and he says when the feet trample the uh, feet of, of the humble, it says that even though the enemy, you may see that the enemy think he may have the best of you, but he doesn't have the best of you. Just because he kicks you down doesn't mean that you can't get back up. Just because he's throwing shade at you don't mean you can't bounce back. Just because he said what what it said, what may uh what may harm you may not hurt you. Okay? So who is your strength? What may harm you, that means what they throw at you may look like it may hurt you. What they say about you may look like that it may hurt you, right? What they talk about you may look like it will hurt you, but really it won't hurt you because all it's doing is, is, is setting you up for a blessing and setting you up for your breakthrough. So 
obviously they're saying when we're doing when you when people are talking, when people are saying these things, it's because you are doing something right. You are standing your ground. Amen. And you gotta know who your strength and where your strength comes from. Amen. Amen. Prophet, you wanna um add to that to, to that Amen. couple of verses? hard to, to fathom that that we can be strong in the midst of trials and situations. Um, but then I realize also that when we're going through great trials and tribulations, we really know, we really have to learn to depend on God. And it's hard in the natural, but in the spirit realm, we have to say, God, let me just sit back and you drive the train. You you drive the car, God, because I've tried it my way. Um, it didn't work. Um, so now I depend on you. And it's hard when we're trying to to make, fix things. Um, but when we sit back and let, let God uh, do it, it gets easier. Our burdens uh, seem to be insurmountable, but it can be overcome by Jesus Christ. He's the king of glory. He's the one that does everything. You know, he certainly can uh, throw the stars in the skies out of Job, but he can certainly do everything else simply because he loves us. Because in the midst of that, we're not feeling love. We're not feeling uh, more sometimes desperate because we just want this over with. Or, But I realize sometimes it's not so much as to getting over with, but just getting through the process. And in our process, we pray. In our process, we cry. In our process, we learn to trust in God. And it's hard, but it is the way that God challenges us to be a better person, to develop a prayer life, um, and to go through our challenges um, with grace and kindness and love instead of just just throwing the towel in and just cursing everybody out and doing all that kind of things, and then we have to go back and repent. But it's hard, but it's part of life. It's part of life that we're going through. We're going through the process, and in the process, it's hurtful. It's mean. It's nasty. It's un- it Sometimes it becomes, it feels uncontrollable, but we have to learn to trust in the Lord. And the Scripture says, Trust in the Lord and do good. So that means you want me to trust you, God, and do good. No, those folks trying to kill me, they don't like me. But the Word says it, and because the Word says it, we have to do it. And it's sometimes, like I said, it, it feels insurmountable, but he knows what he's doing. He said in Job, he says, um, uh, Lord, you know the way that I take. I don't know why you allow this to happen. Um, it don't feel good. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going step by step, step by step. Tears in my eyes, but i got to keep I got to keep moving. I keep, keep moving. Just like the children of Israel when they were going through the waters uh, and the dry land on each side, up uh, on the sides, they kept taking steps just to get through that, that, valley, that place that God had created for the walking through. And we have to walk through the valley. Um, to get to where God wants us to be. But in it, again, like I said, we learn to pray, we learn to trust, 
We learn to value just even that time, quiet time, and reflecting on what God has already done. Sometimes the best thing to do is just remind God, well, God, if you did this, you can certainly do that. If you did this, God, you can certainly do that. Sometimes we have to remember what we've gone through previously to get through what we're going through now. For the steps of a good man are ordered by God. Well, at that time, you don't really want to hear my footsteps are ordered by God. You just want to move. You just want to go. But God knows what he's doing in us to break us, change us, and be more like him, Christ himself. Amen. Amen. All right. The next one. Um Deuteronomy 31 and 18. All right, uh, Deuteronomy 31, 31 and 8, 31, 31 okay. chapter, 30. yes. Read it one more time. That was that was powerful. Okay. All right. It says, And the Lord, he is the way, and he doth go before thee, and he will be with thee, and he will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither thee be missed. Be dismayed, dismayed. Yeah. It's because he tell us, he say, you know, even though the uh, he have created in every 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 situation, he's already created. Hold on one second. Create a way. Trying to make sure everything is not falling behind. All right, just bear with me one second. Hold on, because I don't have my glasses on today. Yeah. All right. 
All right, so basically he's telling us even though even though uh situations that come up come up abroad or come up in front of us, right? He's saying that he will always be there for us. You know, he will never leave us, he will never leave us in a hole like some folks. <laughs> for some folks they like to leave they leave they leave the, the what is the comrade? They leave the comrade, that's what it's like a fallen comrade. In the military, they, you know, a lot of those people they leave, they leave their comrades behind. They leave them up behind, you know. And, and and see God, the God that we serve, He would never leave us behind like that. He, you know, He want us to be strong. He said, "Listen, I, I want you to pitch your chain up. I want you to stand fast. I want you to know that I am God. I want you to stay, you know, just be strong." He said, "Be strong and courageous." Amen. Even though I'm getting ready to put you in front of your enemies. But this lets you start, let you know that I will never leave you. He said, I am the one. He said, in the midst of the battle, I'm the one going to go before you. I'm going to go right in front of you. I'm like, almost like, it's like he's intercessing on our behalf before we go into battle. He's interceding on our behalf before we go into a situation, right? He's always interceding before something is getting ready to hit the fan. He said, just remember, I'm a, when you go down and when you get ready to go into this battle or go into this situation, go into your problem, just let you know that I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there in the midst of it. You may not see me. You may not. Sometimes you may not even feel me, but I'm there. I'm going before you. I am the one that's going to go before you. And, and when I go before you, and your enemies will fall. Your enemies will fall. He said, I will be with you. And then he said, in the midst of that, you don't have to worry about me leaving you because I got your back. And he said, in spite of what you're going through, guess what? Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. I have you. I have you. Amen. I have you. You don't never have to worry about that. I have you. Go ahead. Can I read this? Um, I know it's on the side of the three commandments, conquest yes. instructions to yes. Israel. Be strong. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. of good courage. Mm-hmm. To, to Joshua, mm-hmm. he said, "Be strong and be of good good courage, and not fear or be afraid. That you must go. For I cannot go, so you must go, and fear not." So they were going through issues, and God was giving them instructions. That even the fear factor, it will come come in our lives, but we can't fear fear. Fear is an invisible force, and if we don't trust God, we walk in fear fearfulness. What is going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know. And if the enemy can get us in doubt, then we become fearful. Okay, but that's a spirit that that spirit, but it's not coming out of God. You know, it's coming from Satan. Saying, be afraid. Um, you can't make it. You can't live. You you won't prosper. But we have to not fear. We don't have fear because God has said He's protecting us and He's providing for us. He's making make for us. And then He says in His Word that He says, "I will never leave you." Amen. Amen. Christ, uh-huh. I will never leave you. Well, you can call me back when I get to the house, okay? All right. Okay. Will you, will you call me back when I get to the house? 
and okay. while we're walking through the valley, when we're walking through right. the valley, and we're going to the thing, we have to trust and believe that the word says That's that right. I will never leave you or forsake you in your crowd. Right. I will never mm-hmm. leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. Look like it might be a death door for somebody, but God said, mm-hmm. I will never leave you or forsake you. So we've got to hold mm-hmm. on to the promise that no matter what we feel, mm-hmm. because the outer, that's the outer man that sees our, our earth right. suit, I call it. Our earth suit is in right. fear, but we can't work right. on that's it. Suit. We have to work on the inner man, the spirit-filled man that says mm-hmm. even my outer man might be fearful, but my inside, mm-hmm. my other man will mm-hmm. say, I will not fear. I will walk like God told me to walk. I will live like God will tell me to walk. If he said it, it's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Amen. Fear, that little bit of fear right. sometimes will That's make right. it. It becomes not just a little molehill, but it becomes gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, and then mm-hmm. everybody's afraid, and then they start telling somebody else, and everybody's afraid, and then after a while, while everybody's mm-hmm. worried, afraid about something that's that's in your mind, but not mm-hmm. coming from God. Right. Yeah, because uh, like I said, um, that, and I think a lot of it comes from from the time that when we sleep at night, because if we dwell on something like right before we go to bed at night, and if we don't clear our heads. Or clear our mind. What happens that 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 creeps in our mind. So our mind now is focused on that because, like I said, before we went to sleep, we didn't really ask God to close it, close those gates. You know, we have to command because remember the you know these the, you remember these the principalities they work around the clock. They work yeah. around the clock, and you notice how like with Daniel, you notice how with Daniel, Daniel played prayed three times a day, meaning with three specific watch nine or watch hours that he was praying. All right? So even though they said three times a day, they didn't, didn't specify the hours that he prayed. You understand? So if he say, I prayed from 12 to 3, 12 to 3 is, is one set. From 3 to 6 is one set. From 6 to 9 is one set. Watch this. And from 9 to what? 12 is one set. Okay, so you can have three people, four people praying around the clock just like that in the midst of that three, four hours or increments of 20s or 30s, whatever. So when he said three times that he was praying three times a day, that means he was praying like specific watch times. There were specific scheduled times where there were certain times of the night there was a lot of demonic activity. All right, so at 9 o'clock, at 9 o'clock at night, Nine o'clock at night. By the time you get off at work at six, from six to nine, that's a lot of activity going on. All right. From six o'clock in the evening to nine o'clock at night, anything can happen between six and nine o'clock. And we talking about the activity of the principalities. From nine to twelve o'clock, right? From nine to twelve o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning to twelve o'clock in the morning. That's when when the one the uh, uh the dimensions started really acting up between 9 and 12, and then from 12 to 3 o'clock in the morning, hmm, from 12 to 3 o'clock in the morning, the heavier activity. So we have to uh, really know where our strength comes from because sometimes even in the midst of those times that we are praying, we end up losing strength 
You notice when we're praying and stuff, we end up losing virtue. Virtue is poured out of us because of certain parts of the day that the enemy fights us so hard while we're praying, in the midst of while we're praying. So because the virtue is flown out, we have to ask God to put the virtue, to pull the virtue back in because the fact that we are intercessing for other folks. So when we're intercessing for other folks, that virtue flows from us. And that virtue flows from us. And what happened, it, it brings down our uh, battle defenses. Because remember when, when, when Jesus was praying and fasting, remember, and he, went, and he was immediately, they said, led into the wilderness, okay? So that lets you know when you're fasting and praying and stuff, your, your battle defenses are automatically down. Even though they say you're praying, so it's like you fight more harder when you're interceding as opposed to in a natural state. In a natural state, you know, you know you're strong and everything, and mind is strong and everything. But when you're praying because that virtue is flowing out of you, you're fighting against things that you cannot see. So the Bible says that we what we wrestle not against this. So we wrestle against things that we can't see. We're praying against things that we can't see. That's why the virtue flows out of us. So you say, what if he said, okay, where does my strength come from? Well, my strength has to come from, definitely come from him, because I can't do it with my strength. He said in his, what he said in, he said even in my weakness, right? In my weakness, he's strong when I'm, when I'm weak, when I'm just weak. That means when our virtue flows out of our body, and that makes us weak, but God makes us strong because that virtue is flowing out of our body. And it's not going, it's not going in a natural sense, but it's really going into the spiritual realm in that sense. So we're losing the virtue when we're praying for people. That's why we have to be careful. Certain people, if you're not strong enough, you can't be laying your hands on top of their head when you're praying with them. Maybe you have to hold their hand and pray for them because it's something about their head. Because a lot of stuff that goes on demonically in the mind. So, Unless you are unless you are strong in that area, don't put your hands on nobody's top of your head. When you pray with them, pray with them. Take your hand and pray with them. Or just, you know, touching the power and agreement. Touch their shoulder, pray with them. But their head, they have the that's the most activity that goes on in the mind. Amen. In the mind. Amen. And Psalms, uh Psalms nine, if you can read Psalms nine and ten. Psalms, yeah, Psalms, uh, chapter 9, verse 9 and 10. Okay, okay. Um, chapter 9, hold on one minute. She's going to get me back on track here. <laughs> Psalms 9. Yes, um, you know, I realized, too, when I used to work at the hospital, there are most, more deaths between around 3 and 4, 35 o'clock at night. For some reason, um, um, I guess because I could say that so many demonic forces is coming uh-huh. in, the in the hospitals. And, and you said what time that was? What time that was? You said three between um, around say around two forty-five, about three forty-five. You know why? Right, because that's when. And you said you're right. There are more deaths between two and three o'clock in the morning. A lot of activity goes on and, and more heavy like that. And that's most of the time when we sleep. Yeah. So if you don't have a yeah, if you don't if you're not in a sitting during around that time, you're gonna have a lot of that activity going on. Absolutely. And, and yeah, yeah, it's um it's 
it's really when I used to work the hospital and we would like get a little break done and as soon as we calmed down and say we put our feet up, that's when most of the activity came. Um mm-hmm. we were running for codes and um mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mhm. And, and the lights were dark, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. We'd turn the lights down. But um, mm-hmm. it, it was it was it was kind of strange in a way, but I knew I recognized what it was. Okay, right. So that's Psalms, Psalms nine and what? Um. Yeah. Psalms nine, verse nine and ten. Or nine and ten. All right. Psalms nine, verse nine and ten. Okay. King James. That the Lord also will be a figure of oppression and a refuge in the time of need. Verse 10, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee and thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that keen them, seek them, I'm sorry, seek them. So God wants us to put our trust um, in him and him alone, especially in the times of trouble. It's not that we don't trust him, but I think there's a more a need when we are in trouble. Um, maybe because we have more focus on our troubles or focused on what we didn't do or what we didn't say, but somehow when we get in trouble, we may pro- we pray more when we don't ordinarily pray, because um, we know there's a need that when, and we're more dependent on God when there's a trial or, or there's a problem or something's wrong, and we know that that something's wrong. We we primarily have to we feel that trust that we've got to get to God. I've got to feel Him. I've got to know that he's with me, um, as opposed to just walking along in the gro- in the grocery store, la da da da, you know, or, or watching a movie. But when we know we have to trust in the go- in God, there's a different um, a different dimension. It's a it's a need. It's like like a need for natural food, but there's a natural need for God to intervene when we're in trouble. In other words. You might not go to jail, and all of a sudden you, you go to jail. If you've never been in jail, and you've never experienced that feeling, all you think about is, Lord, why did I did here? What, what did it happen? What did I do wrong? God got to get my mom to call me, come get me out of jail. Well, there's a need for God when we trust and we, we know that we need him more than anything else. Cause I got to get out of the situation, and then we tend to cry out, God, help us. God, run to my rescue. God, save me. God, deliver me. Um, because there's a need that I know that only God um, can step in this situation and take care of this for us. But we don't want always to get have to get that desperate to find God. We need to have already a relationship with Christ. But unfortunately, a lot of people only go to God when there's they're peril. They're in a peril situation, uh, but it ought not be all the time. Okay. 
says, you know, basically what he said, like he said, the Lord is our, even during a time of trouble, amen, he is our, he's our protector. He's our protector. He's the one that we have to go through. And we have to understand where our strength is coming from, you know. And a lot of people don't know. Because some people say, you know, but the Lord doesn't. He says it, it talks about that during that time he does not abandon you. Of course he doesn't abandon you because the verse says that if you seek him, you will always, he will always be there. All you have to do is to seek after him. When you seek after him, he's not going to abandon you, you know. When you, when you really put yourself in, he's not going to abandon you. So he's going to, you're going to seek after that. You're going to seek after that. So when you seek after that, amen, seek after that, it makes things much easier. You know, it makes things much easier. And, and it, it makes things flow me easier because you understand where your help is coming from, right? Your help is coming from. And he said, because I haven't abandoned you, it's because you came after me. After me. You know exactly what you wanted. And he said, seek he what the first the kingdom of God and his what righteousness, you know, and everything that shall be added. He said, if you seek, just have to seek. All you have to do is look for me. Look for me. When you look for me, it's like calling, like the kids say, 911, And, you know, and you pressing the button and the button and, and everything comes. The paramedics come, the police come. You made that, you made that, that specific phone call. You made that call. And uh, we already, you already on the phone with the paramedics. You're already on the call with, the, with from non-emergency to emergency. So you're on the call now. So now you're on that call. Guess what? He's not gonna, he's not gonna leave you hanging. He said, okay, now you got my attention, right? You got my attention. So now that you got my attention, Amen. You got my attention. Now I know, Amen. Without a shadow of doubt, that I will, I will never leave you. I'll never leave you. I have your back. Just remember that, you know, and when you get in your head that I won't back off, just like some of us do, amen, but he doesn't, he doesn't back away from us, you know, he doesn't back away. And I think that people start to realize that, that he never, uh, he would never back away from us. It makes things much easier, you know? Amen. Amen. I think you want to add something to that? Okay. Amen. Amen. So, okay. So we're going to turn to the other scripture. Uh, we got another scripture on tonight. And then since we're touching on um, the strength, amen, his strength, who is your strength? Amen. We know our strength comes directly from the Lord. Uh, Exodus, I think it's Exodus uh, 15 and 2. If we can turn to Exodus 15 and 2. Amen. And uh, what version are you reading from? Uh, Exodus uh, and uh, your Bible. You doing the spiritual warfare Bible? Bible? No, no, I'm I'm in right now the King James Bible. So oh, the King James tonight. Uh, all right, all right. So we know the word "exo" means to exit, right? Right. <laughs> to come out exactly. So. We're going to do 15, Exodus 15, so I'm going to read that one for you. Exodus chapter 15, and I'm going to read 15 and 2 Exodus. on tonight. Just bear with me one second. All right, I got to hand my glasses on him. Oh, this is my microphone. All right. 15 and 2. 
Yeah, yeah, chapter 15 and it's verse 2. All right? Verse 2. All right? And when you get it, just let me know when you get it. I'll go ahead and read it. Okay. Mm-hmm. 15 and 2. Yes, sir. All right. Yes. The Lord. All right. The Lord is my strength, my song. He has became, he has become my salvation. This is my God. I will praise him. My father God, I will exalt him. The Lord is, the third verse, is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. So it tells you Yahweh means, also means Yahshua or Yahshua ben Sima or Joshua ben Yosef or Yoshimi Shama, whatever, that name, Yoshimi Shama, Yahshua. All right, so Yahshua, Yahweh means the Lord is what? My light, my salvation. He is a warrior. He said he is a warrior. So that lets you know that he's already fighting this thing for you. He's already fighting the situation that, that that's presenting itself. He's already fighting that situation that's on your job. He's already fighting that situation at your household. He's fighting that situation in our per, in our personal life. And even when we don't even know that is existing or is presenting itself. Now, it's ironic, you know, that God, even though, now, now they're saying, the question is, is God a man of war or is he a, 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 a God of peace? I would say both. I would say both. Because the fact that he said that he will fight, he said the battle is not yours, it's the Lord. So they mean he already going to fight for you. But he also got a war when things are out of, out of whack. When things are out of whack, you know, with the children of Israel and, and stuff, and they was crying so many times, and they, they was in and out, and he released the food, he released the manna, he made sure they survived, he made sure he kept water, he made sure he, he took care of them. But the kids, you know, they like just like children. They sometimes they just don't appreciate nothing. They don't appreciate nothing. They didn't value that, and they got so comfortable because they had got used to God, you know, bailing them out every time, bailing them out every time. And eventually, you know, he became a god of war, you know, um, and, and a god of war because of the fact that they was disobedient, dis- disobedient. You know, some, sometimes when we get disobedient, sometimes he do he'll clown up on us. He will clown up on us. He'll give us a little spanking, but he will clown up on us. And then he would cry. He would say, I'll show you, Ben, I can tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. This Bible says this. It says Hebrew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, abbreviation of um, Jehovah, uh-huh. Jehovah, the eternal one. It says there's uh-huh. seven things that God is um, God is to man. One, uh-huh. strength. Uh-huh. Two, right. my song. Three, my mm-hmm. salvation. Four. Ah. My El, the strong one. Yes. Five. Yes. My father's Elohim. My father's creator. Ah. Um, ah. um six and man of war. And uh, ah. um and that's verse three. Man of war. Uh-huh. And seven right. is Jehovah. So these are the seven right. things. God says things God is to man. Mm-hmm. Joshua, deliverance, mm-hmm. victory, right, help, my God, salvation, yes, warfare, welfare, mm-hmm. and then the scriptures to follow that. Deuteronomy mm-hmm. thirty-two fifteen, First Samuel fourteen mm-hmm. forty-five, and Second Samuel twenty-two fifty-one. Mm-hmm. Those are 
notes from that. Right. Like man of war, yeah. So God is a God. Well, he tells you that's right. So he tells us that he can, he can, he can get there. You, if you push him to that point, he'll take you to that point. You know, you push him down, he'll take you. I'll take you there. Like that song, I'll take you there. He will take you there. You know, and um, and sometimes that you know people do take your kindness for your weakness, and when they do that, they feel like they can they can run run you into the ground. And that's how they did. That's how they tried to do him. That's why I said that. That's why you know, as believers, we were we were taught. People were taught. Some people thought that the Holy Spirit was is like a, a force, and it's not a force. It's a it's a person. Because it came directly out of Jesus Christ, came from Jesus Christ, but it directly, God, the Holy Spirit, and Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all are what one, which is the trium. So one cannot exist without the other. You cannot acknowledge God and you don't, and you don't even acknowledge Jesus. You can't even acknowledge that the Holy Spirit don't exist when he left behind a comforter. He left behind. He left behind a comforter. So when he left behind that comforter, that's what gives us strength, right? Now the scripture says he said after the Holy Ghost, well, he said you shall have power. That's the only way we're gonna have our strength. And the yes. Ghost. And then God, God, when God had to, he left in order to come uh-huh. back and send the Holy Spirit. So yes. he's thinking about us all the time. Uh huh. That's right. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. That he he did that. He uh, hold on, let me say something. Let's tag you right. Yeah, but he says he said after the Holy Ghost, he said you shall have power. Right, we shall have power. When Jesus died, and in he mm-hmm. did leave in order for mm-hmm. us for for the. Comforter could come. That's what I call him. He was there to, to mm-hmm. comfort us while he was mm-hmm. right. And he said he's gonna leave behind that comforter. He left behind that comforter, which is him. And if we don't, you know, like I said, we don't, you know, understand why he's leaving it, then they, they will never understand where. Like I said, people will never understand. And sometimes we have an inner strength. And we and sometimes we don't even understand what the strength is coming from. You know? A lot of people don't understand where their strength coming from. They just think it's their strength. No, it's not. You got the inner strength, it's in the inner strength which is uh what they call confidence. Right? And but but then 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 you got the the spiritual strength. Hold on. There it goes. The physical strength, that's where it comes from. It comes from directly from the Father himself. Amen. They come directly from him. So because of that, because of that, well, I'm telling you, that's what that's what we draw our strength from. And, and a lot of times when we, even we're weak and we're tired, right, yeah, you can, because you we can don't, we don't know where it comes from sometimes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, no, the, 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 um, the inner strength is stronger than the outer strength. You can it you is. can lift weights and you can do all kinds of things and gain strength, but the inner strength mm-hmm. is more powerful than the outer strength. That's why I talk yeah. about the 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 um 
the earth suit. Well, the earth suit is physically mm-hmm. stronger, but the inner man right. is more stronger because that's where God resides. You know, well, the, like you said, the inner strength controls. It, 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 it actually gives physical strength because a lot of times we don't even know our strength. We don't really know the physical our physical strength unless yeah, we tell right. our mind to do it. It was a commercial, mm-hmm. a show at one time. All oh, this kind of like those super, super um, agents when they see somebody dying or uh, up stuck up on their car. That strength that mm-hmm. takes over. And stuff so they mm-hmm. can help somebody. So that inner strength that God's in but the outer strength is man. Mm-hmm. But the, and the mind right. controls everything. So if the mind does not speak to the in that man, and the man can move because God's allowing mm-hmm. it to happen. So that's right. The inner, the, even in the Old Testament, talks about the. The, the inner court, outer court, and the holies of holies. So our bodies are both like that as far as, as the inner chamber, outer chamber. You know, and that and then that relationship where God comes from. So we have mm-hmm. to recognize right. where our strengths come from. Strength doesn't come mm-hmm. from the outer man, but strength comes from the inner man. Okay. Right. That's the case with the, your, when the outer man no longer functions mm-hmm. in strength as it like was it right. Samuel or whoever the what the strong mm-hmm. one he had to call on God to one more time right. to be able to gather the strength that was there all the mm-hmm. time. So if we don't recognize mm-hmm. the inner strength, you know, the outer the outer strength eventually will disappear. So we can't we right. depend on the the outer man, but we have to depend on mm-hmm. the in the inner man. And the, if the inner man does not line up with God, you know, right. eventually the outer man will fall apart. But the inner strength will stay there, whether you're 60, mm-hmm. 20, 10, 5. Because right. the inner man uh-huh. is in control of everything you uh-huh. do. You can't even talk uh-huh. unless God speaks to the body and speaks to the vocal right. cords in order to even speak. Mm-hmm. Everything is built around around the Holy Spirit Himself, even though we may not recognize it. When the when the child is born in the emergency or in the hospital, the first thing that the doctors do is they they tap on them behind because it's stim- it's stimulating the body, the spirit, and the mind. Say, wake up, you're here now. Right. So right. we're all we're all all like the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost that they're all one person. Right. And one can't function without the other. You know, they may right. we'll walk around for for years and not know Christ, but when you begin to know Christ, then the other part of mm-hmm. you wakes up, the spirit man that's connected to God. So we're not, mm-hmm. and we don't know Christ, then we are disconnected from God. You know? Right. But when we give our life to Christ, then we mm-hmm. now are completely con- uh, connected, like an extension cord. Right. Right. You know, so it's, it's important to know. Because all it says, like a three, it says a three-ply, yeah. three, you know, a three-folding cord. Three-fold cord, and that's right. When it talks about, remember, yeah, that cord. So, like you said, one cannot exist without the other. 
Mm-hmm. One can't cannot. It, it cannot. So when you see crazy people doing stuff and and stuff on the mm-hmm. road, then they don't have no mm-hmm. mind. Their spirits are functioning, but their mind is always right. walking in the traffic, and they can do all kind of right. Crazy they're not connected mm-hmm. to the mind of Christ. They might have a mind, mm-hmm. but it's not the mind of Christ. Right. Right. Okay, so we have to have all of the parts fixing. The Bible said that we're all fitly joined together. So if we don't have mm-hmm. one of them, we're still not connected. You know, it's like right. an extension cord. You can have extension cord there, but if you don't plug plug it into the wall, you don't get no power. Well, the same no. thing with the Holy Spirit. Right. If you don't, if mm-hmm. you don't, if you're not connected all together, mm-hmm. then you won't get no power. You might have a no. flesh or fling, or you think you got it. But if you don't have the power um, from the Holy Ghost, then you don't mm-hmm. function. You don't breathe. You don't do anything unless God speaks right. life into you. And right. that's the same life that when we speak, mm-hmm. when we speak, and that's what God would, when we speak, that one, when we begin to speak, it is the same breath. There's something in our body called a diaphragm, and the diaphragm right. expands and closes, and that's the same body, uh, uh, spirit, mm-hmm. from the day you die, when you get yeah. out the last breath, that is that best mm-hmm. breath that God has put us in us from the beginning. It's not a different mm-hmm. breath. Some people think it's a different breath, but it's the same breath mm-hmm. because it has a recoil system that will go in and out, in and out in and out. And when you take that last breath, that last breath that God right. births you with, then then it mm-hmm. then it goes. And right. everything collapses. There's no movement. There's no sound. Mm-hmm. There's no and then the body mm-hmm. begins eventually to lose the temperature. It lose everything until they become cold. Because we right. are not no longer in existence. Um and being moved by the spirit of the Holy Spirit. That's why people need to be right. saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. That's why people right. need to walk, um, you know, in the will of God and and do mm-hmm. as he says. He says he don't know what day or hour. He said, but he coming. So you end up getting caught between those two breaths and not have done what God said to do, or do or don't do. Right. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. that we all, well, we have to stand before God, and God knows mm-hmm. what we do what we don't do you know so that's why we have to know God for ourselves and we have to trust him mm-hmm. in everything that we do and right. what we don't do what we say and what we don't say live like we want to live but don't want to live because mm-hmm. we will at one day we will be judged um, what we do for God not what we say for God but God judges mm-hmm. What we do and what we don't do for the Holy Spirit. Right. Okay. And then the trust is a part of it. Trust is mm-hmm. something we can't trace, we can't test, we can't see. But trust is saying, God, mm-hmm. I give you my will, and I trust you. Right. It's no longer me, but it's the God that lives in me. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we have uh, Psalm 
34 and 10. Psalms 34 and 10. Yeah, 34 and 10. Verse what? Which that verse that you read? That was that was that was eleven and twelve. Eleven and twelve. All right. Um, Psalms thirty-three, eleven and twelve. All right, thirty-three, eleven and twelve. Okay, and then read yeah. thirty-four and read uh, chapter thirty-four, verse ten, in ten through twelve. I was good too. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, I'm sorry. Psalms 34. Okay. What chapter? What chapter? Uh, that one, um, that was 10. 10 is yeah. 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. A young lion do lack and suffereth hunger. But mm-hmm. they that seek the Lord shall mm. not want any good thing. What you say now? It says, it says that the young lion mm-hmm. do lack and suffer mm-hmm. hunger, but they mm-hmm. that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Okay. Uh, and yeah. it says, come. Ye children, hearken unto me, and I will mm-hmm. teach you to fear the fear of the Lord. So let's talk about mm-hmm. young lions, young animals. Right. They don't know no better. Right. They're, they're stupid. They're just jumping around and, and being happy and playing with each other and eating things and not supposed mm-hmm. because they're young. But when you get older, mm-hmm. it's just, we really need to know when I'm young. I have a lack of knowledge when I'm young. I there you go. That's it. That's you hit it on the nail. I'm just stupid and confused and just want to have fun. But it's mm. dangerous when you don't fear. When you don't fear God. That's mm-hmm. when you, fear, you don't fear God. And you know the way. Mm-hmm. But that's what he right. says. 
It's just old. <laughs> the Lord. That old, if you go back, actually, to, to, four, to uh, 9, it says, Oh, fear okay. the Lord. Mm-hmm. He is right. Saint, for there is no one to them that fear him. Like, right. So it's basically saying, as long as the reverence is there, the fear is there, the mutual communication is there, the relationship is there, you will never lack for, lack for anything. So that, that lets you know that there has to be a maturity level, a relationship between you and God. But when you are young in the mind, constantly like moving around, moving around, not, you know, it's like you, you, you're not satisfied for anything. So you're lacking food, of course. That means you're not, nothing is not getting embedded in your head. Nothing's embedded in your spirit, man. So of course what's going to happen? You're going to go hungry. You're going to become uh, spiritually dehydrated because, the, because you don't have that, that, that strong maturity or the relationship where you should have. All right? And then he said, but those who seek the Lord will lack, uh, any, will not lack any good things. So, when you have, like you said, build that relationship and build that fear of the Lord, uh, I think they they definitely will respect themselves even more when the when the fear is there. If the fear is not there, they, they figure they figure they big and bad to do what they want to do. Just like the children of Israel, they did what they wanted to do, even though they knew that any time they get out of trouble, they get in trouble, they can cry out to God, they cry out to to their daddy, and they cry out to daddy, and daddy come rescue. But one time, a couple of times, it got to the point that he just like, you know what? I'm just gonna let them like suffer a little bit. I'm gonna let them um, uh, know what it feels like to go without. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna teach them a lesson about, you know, uh, how to be able to understand what famine is all about. I'm gonna teach them a lesson about how to uh, what struggling is really truly is all about. And me not responding. Now, even though I'm still there, it's just that I wasn't responding. He said I just wanted them to go through to teach them a lesson, teach them a lesson, and to, uh, to just to draw the fear back into them. You know, draw the fear back into them. And he said that he, he said, who is the man who delights in life, loves long life, to enjoy what is good? Right? He said I will teach you to fear the Lord. So long as we know the fear of the Lord, then that. That the, that hold, the Holy Spirit is there to the steer us in the direction. So if we know there's a trouble or something that comes up, the Holy Spirit on Joseph, you know, like, you know, tap us. Hey, we, we can't do that, man. We we know we're going to get in trouble if we do that, right? <laughs> so we need to back up, back up. So it it, 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 it do, it do strike fearing you. Like, if I do this, what's going to happen? What am I going to do this? What's going to happen? Can I read right. my notes here? It's Bible here. It says, uh-huh. um, uh, it says, 18 secrets of long life. Uh-huh. One, it says, freedom from fear. Mm-hmm. Two, weakening mm-hmm. from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Boldness. Okay. Freedom yes. from shame. Freedom mm-hmm. from trouble. Mm-hmm. Divine deliverance from God. Mm-hmm. Part, partnering, a mm-hmm. partaking of God's life. Mm-hmm. Absolute mm-hmm. trust in God. Fear mm-hmm. from God. Freedom mm-hmm. from the right. wants of God. Right. Seeking God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Godly teaching. 
control mm-hmm. of your tongue. <laughs> yes. Government, wow. government partaking yes. of evil. Consecration uh-huh. to do good. Yes. Seeking yes. and pursuing God. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Brokenness and humility. Wow. Salvation wow. of the soul. Mhm. Mhm. Prosperity. Freedom wow. from worry. Mhm. That's they mm-hmm. are. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Says that those are skills and quarters to have a long life. Right. Oh boy, I tell you. And it probably got a longer, a longer one that goes even further than that. <laughs> Those are the secrets to long life. In other words, mm-hmm. you'll mm-hmm. live a long life if you mm-hmm. um freedom from fear. So if I'm afraid, I'm afraid, right. I'm afraid all the time. All the think about where I'm going, I'm afraid. I'm gonna die early, I'm gonna mm-hmm. Friday, da, 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 da. So I've gotta be right, right, being right. free from fear. It says you gotta have mm-hmm. the quick thing power from God of what the Holy Ghost. You have to be have boldness and freedom right. from shame, in other words. If the Holy Spirit quicken you on the train, then you go let the Holy Spirit right. quicken you. Don't let be ashamed of what God told you to do. Um, freedom from troubles. Right. But can't be always right. trouble and crying and carrying on. Because it's freedom from mm-hmm. divine deliverance. It says partaking mm-hmm. of God's life. In other words, being part of him, giving your life to Christ. Um, absolute mm-hmm. trust in God. Fear mm-hmm. of God. We have to be fearful of God. We can't just say anything because... Mm-hmm. Bible tells us mm-hmm. we have to be fearful of God. Um, says freedom from want. So it can't always be want this and want that, want that. We just have to love God and He'll He'll bless us. Um, we have to seek God first. Okay, seek ye mm-hmm. first the kingdom. It's That's right. Teaching, so we have to read our Bible. Study mm-hmm. go to Bible study, right. know, have a relationship. We have control. Mm-hmm. We have to have control of our tongue. Okay, we must have full control of our tongue. Our tongue can't, right. our tongue can't control us. But it says, it's, it's one of the secrets of long life, is have control of your tongue. Right. Okay, have control yeah. of our godliness. Con- uh, we have right. consecration um, to God. We have to seek Him mm-hmm. and trust Him in peace. Um, yes. We have to be, we've come before Him and being broken. And walk in humility. Mm-hmm. We must have salvation and uh, mm-hmm. prosperity. Those are the 18 secrets mm-hmm. to long life, according to my Bible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. That's a study right there. <laughs> that's a, that's, yeah, that's, that's one in depth already. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's what, you know, so we did Deuteronomy. We did, I think we did all Psalms. Um, except the 27, which is verse 1 through 3. Did we do that one? 27? I think we did. I think that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did, didn't you? Yes. Just look at it. I think it's Psalm 27, verse 1 through 3. I think that might be the last one. Okay, which one is it? Psalm 27. Uh, Psalm 27, verse 1 through 3. Okay, Psalm 27. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psalms 27. 
Salvation means to be delivered from something. So whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Why do I have to fear if I'm being delivered from something? Or is it because I'm trying to hold on to that? Because if I don't hold on to that, that that thing that had me bound, would it change the way people think about me? Or would that change the way uh, my thought process? Would it alienate people that, that was around me? that's no longer around me anymore, what, you know, what happened? What am I afraid about? What am I afraid of? The Lord is my stronghold of my life. So I'd rather have him holding on to me than have a stronghold like, uh, you know, anything that, that, that came from my past that had me down. I'd rather have him to be my stronghold to kind of keep me up and keep me on my feet, you know, and make sure that I'm, you know, geared in the right direction. Um, he said, whom should I be afraid? He said, okay, I ju- you just asked me, whom should I be fear or should I be afraid, be afraid, right? When evildoers come against me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies stumbled and fell. How about that? He said, when I fell, when they came after me, they came running after me. They kept using false accusations against me. They plotted against me. They did all that stuff against me, against me, but they fell. It's because what? He was standing in the gap. He was standing in the gap once again, standing right in the gap for us because he knew that they was going to come at. So it's, it's basically what they're saying. He's saying that it's the enemy's job to come and to kill and to destroy. It's the enemy's job to come at you. It's the enemy's job to cause you to fall. It's the enemy's job to cause destruction. It, it, it's going to be part of that. But a lot of people get to the point, oh, uh, if you're experiencing all those bad things because because uh, you're, you're, uh, you're not lining up with the word of God because that's the reason why you are experiencing uh, these problems. No, it's not. It says evildoers come against me to devour my flesh. They are designed to do that. Those, those, what, what they say, those imps and nymphs, they are designed to come and get on your nerves. They're, they're there to, 
to break down your wall. They're there. They are set into your life to break down your brain, your mind process, the way you think and everything. They are designed. Here it is. They are designed to deploy against you, which means they they originally are designed to plot against you. Okay? They're they're do it's going to be that way. So how can they say that it's not going to uh, oh on the reason why it's happening like that because you're disobedient? No, it's not. It it this it tells you right there. You will be obedient as all our those, and you still have this coming at you. But long as you know that the Lord is your stronghold, right? We don't we don't have to be afraid, right? We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to. Uh, what's that song? That 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 song. Uh, the Lord is my life, salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? Remember that song? The Lord is my life, salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? I will wait on you. Remember that? All right, so it, it came directly from that scripture right there. Okay, so we know that, you know, our stronghold, he is our stronghold. Amen. What he said, he is not just our stronghold, but he's our strong power. So when we're not able to function on ourselves or we're not able to think on ourselves, he is the one that making, I guess, make that provision for us because we're not strong enough to do it on our own, you know. We're not strong enough to do it on our own. So that's the reason why uh, we're not able to stand, stand that way you know so this is you know so he says that so it's not because that the disobedience it's because of the fact that we they are the our enemies are designed that way to come at us but it says he's our strong power our stronghold he's he's holding us together so he knew they were coming they gonna come at us he knew that they were gonna uh, uh remember even with paul and silas remember they threw them in prison they threw, they threw Paul and Simeon, they threw them in prison because they got mad because remember the, the lady that was uh, a psychic and stuff like that, and she was making money and stuff, and she was uh, billing revenue for the Romans. Remember she was billing uh, for the Romans? And because she was a psychic. So when she got delivered, remember when they drowned that demon out and she had got delivered, the Romans got pissed. They got pissed. They got upset because of that. Right. They got pissed. He got pissed. Oh, hold up. Now, my money, y'all. That, oh, that, that's my money, honey. <laughs> so, no, we finna go throw these Negroes in jail. That's my money. So, you can imagine Caesar was mad. Caesar was mad. Everybody was mad because now this money that, that was coming into the empire is no longer coming in the empire because the apostles had drowned that demon out that day and she was she's not bringing them the money so they had to go get upset out of jealousy what they had to do still throw them in prison and you see Paul, the, 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 when they was in the prison they ain't stayed there too long because at midnight <laughs> in the midnight they all broke out of prison matter of fact the prison broke open and they still didn't run out they stayed you know they stayed me I probably would have ran out I think I would have ran out of prison. But they did not. They stood right there and said, you know, 
and they need to apologize because apologize because they was wrong for accusing us of, you know, trying to upset. We wasn't trying to upset. We were just doing what God had called us to do, told us to do. You know, that's what we're doing. What he called us to do, that's what we were designed to do. It wasn't meant or designed for us to, you know, to run against them, no. It wasn't the day. We were called to do what he told us to do. And it's admit casting the demon out of that, demon out of the witch. That's what they had to do. And they did. So she stopped making that money for the devil, honey. Stop making that money for the devil. That's what them psychics right now they do. Some psychics, some mediums, the mediums and everything. The two, they call them two stairs, two stairs. That's what they do now. They get, they, they, that's how they make their money. Now, does it mean they're accurate? No. Some may be accurate, but if they don't know the true God that they serve, people will sit there and believe that mess. In six months, you're going to receive a terminal illness. In six months or four months, you're going to die. They don't tell you that. Remember Isaiah, Isaiah told, 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 uh, he told him that he was going to die. And he had to turn, he had to really pray and he had to turn his face towards the wall. He said, oh no, I don't believe I, I, I'm a, I'm an uprighteous man. He was an uprighteous man. You know? He, and Isaiah told, told the man he was going to die. But he had to really trust God and really trust God. But that was just a test of his faith. And, you know, so he had to turn his face towards the wall so he can hear from God. And sometimes, you know, God will put us in a lot of things to happen. In the situations of our life to turn off, we end up turning our face towards the wall because we don't have nobody to turn to. But like I said, it's like I tell people, oh, you're going to die? Oh, you're going to die by this terminal illness? Or I remember when somebody told me, oh, when you was 11 years old, you was 11 years old, somebody cast a shadow on me. Cast a shadow. Right? They cast a shadow. So, cast a shadow on me. You know, that's a form of witchcraft. That was out of jealousy. You know what I'm saying? And it tried to follow me. It followed me until I was 18 years old. You know? And that's when a psychic tell you something like that. Or somebody just walk up to you and tell you something like that. You already know that's a trick from the enemy. That's for you. So, Uh huh. You have to know. You have to know God for yourself. And, and just like just like Apostle said one night, he said, "Don't rely on me to tell you everything." He said, "You got to rely on that word." He said, "I'm just a messenger, and all I'm doing is teaching whatever what He gives me, and that's it. You take it and run with it. Take the vision and run with it. It's all I'm doing is doing doing what He told me to do." Y'all take the vision and run with it. Just run with it. You know? Take it and run with it. Amen. Amen. Anything 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 else? No, sir. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. On tonight. Amen. All right, Prophet Desai, I think we did what we did what we called to do on tonight. <laughs> Amen.
we tag team tonight. <laughs> yes, we will get some Amen. tonight. Oh, yes. We can say, Amen. Father, we thank you for the rich word in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, uh-huh. for sitting in our spirits and letting us grow closer to you in every way. We yes, thank Lord. you, God, that our minds and our spirits and our hearts are turned towards you, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you now, God, for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, God, because not everybody has the Holy Spirit. But I thank you that you designed and especially called us to be what you called us to be. In the name of Jesus, we command the angels to surround us and hold us and keep us all night long. We command us that our bodies will be subject to the Holy Spirit even in our sleep. We come against every dream, everything that distract. We annihilate them now in the name of Jesus. We spend our whole manamanse, our angels, God, in the name of Jesus. Even tomorrow now, we bless her tomorrow, God, in the name of Jesus. We give her divine favor, God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, for whatever you're doing. We tell you thank you. We don't understand it, but we don't complain about it. We say, God, but whatever you want, there you will. Is that what we do? In the name of Jesus. And we pray for the listeners tonight, God. They've got something out of this world tonight that will make a change in their lives, in their existence, their being, their inner core. In the name of Jesus. And we command and we speak, God, to the earth suit and the spirit man to line up with the word of God. In Jesus' mighty name. Yes, ma'am. Amen. And amen. Everybody has a good night, Joe. Get some rest, everybody. Amen. And amen. This concludes our Sunday night explosion on night uh, tag team tonight. Amen, Dr. G. Lane and Dr. E. L. Robinson on tonight. God bless you. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest you and abide in this kingdom. Until we meet again on Tuesday night in God's word, God bless you. Have a blessed night.